Washington Post now reporting tonight that Attorney General Jeff Sessions, when he was still a senator and an advisor to the Trump campaign, had meetings with Russia's ambassador to the U.S., but did not disclose them during his confirmation hearing. advocate where we talk about news and current events i'm your host mitchell hernandez and i'm also your host brandon condit our goal at the devil's advocate is to provoke thought by introducing viewpoints and information that isn't readily available in the mainstream media it's in truth a conversation where a conservative and independent like myself and an independent liberal like myself can share different points of view without the typical disdain for one another we see all too often in politics and in the media so with that let's get started if there is any evidence that anyone affiliated with the Trump campaign communicated with the Russian government in the course of this campaign, what will you do? Senator Franken, I'm not aware of um, any of those activities. I have been called a surrogate at a time or two in that campaign, and I didn't have not have communications with the Russians, um, and I'm unable to comment on it. All right. Well, um big show probably this week yep. um so anyway well first off let's start off by acknowledging that we finally got some some image imagery here so finally did we got some camera action going you can check it out on uh on youtube um and search search the comments for all those links we, we'll make sure that we promote ourselves shamelessly um right. no but listen to us because we're awesome so um <laughs> you can check it out on youtube now the production value should only get better week to week this is the first little try so, so you yeah know, you can check out my crappy bedroom with my tv and beers and all kinds of stuff <laughs> my, my lovely hearts yeah. up there my editing skills are budding right so we'll see <laughs> so we'll see how it turns out we'll see how this goes but anyway um so as you just heard in Jeff the clip <laughs> as you just heard in the clip I think that uh, Jeff Sessions is probably going to be story number one, the biggest thing that's going on, at least at the moment, right. in the news. Um, so here, here's kind of the, the rundown on what happened with him. In January, the um, Jeff Sessions went through his congressional hearing to um, – to be confirmed as part of Trump's administration right. as the attorney general. Um, and during that, Al Franken asked him if anyone in the Trump campaign who had contact with, um, paraphrasing here, mm-hmm. if anyone ha- in the Trump campaign had contact with Russia during the campaign, what would he do? Jeff Sessions um, stated that he was considered a surrogate of the campaign um, and that he had no contact with the Russian government during the campaign, and that he couldn't answer the question based on based on that. Right. Um, so this week, it was revealed that Jeff Sessions, Senator Sessions, had at least two meetings with the Russian ambassador during the campaign, um, which uh, started up the the DOJ's launch launch into an or I guess they're launching an investigation now mm-hmm. as to what those meetings were about. Um, Jeff Sessions recused himself from overseeing any of that that had to do with the campaign and Russia, which I think uh, you should have done, which I think was a good thing too. Um, I think and everyone agrees that bit. The Democrats, um, and I don't know, maybe a couple of Republicans. I know there's always a couple that are, but I, I yeah. haven't heard anything. So we'll just say for now, Democrats are calling for him to resign and also calling for a special prosecutor in the investigation. So uh, firstly, we'll just start with the last point. I don't mind. Like, I think it's good that he recused himself from the investigation. So I think I. it would have looked really bad if he didn't. Yeah. Um, there, I mean, there's definitely optics to it. I don't think it would have looked terrible. But I do think that it's probably the right thing to do if you want to avoid it, any more. Right, it makes you an easy target. If it does. you're gonna, yeah. if you're if you're the cop that investigates himself, like guess right. why the community doesn't <laughs> believe you? Because right. I bet it's we're never I'd guilty. Ha- Trust me, right. don't even worry about it. I'd have a lot a of deal. trouble finding dirt on myself too. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> right. um, but so it's good that he recused himself. I think, um, and I also think that 
I th- I don't mind the special prosecutor route. I really don't because I, don't. I think it still makes it kind of easy when you're like, okay, so yeah, I'm stepping away from it, but Mitch is gonna have my back. Like you, <laughs> everyone who works under me is gonna now be in charge right. of investigating. You me. know me. You know we are friends, yeah. and it seems even to though be... we disagree, it's still it's a shady look <laughs> on it. You right. know, so I don't know. I, I think we're all agreeing that special prosecutors, <laughs> and we live in the time now where I guess special prosecutors are needed. Everything is so polarized; people aren't doing mind. their jobs. I think special prosecutors should be like when it comes to things like Ferguson and Baltimore and all those yeah. things. Like I would prefer those guys got to work too, man. Just give give it to them. Right. I would Get prefer if Bob McCullough is not on the case there, just because like it's a bad look, man. Right. So I don't mind. I'm cool with all of that. I don't mind Democrats calling for a special prosecutor. I think that if Jeff Sessions has nothing to hide, then there's <laughs> nothing. I think you see that's to, why he's communicating. So there is nothing to hide. So I think he's gonna be. He's gonna let him come in. It's look at all this stuff. interesting that you forget meetings with people <laughs> so so quickly after they happen. And if that's the case, then. Yep. Man, I hope he doesn't forget anything that's really important to this country. Oh, a, like uh, putting the tracking into guns and then sending it to Mexico. I'm that not was saying, super important. No, I don't think there's a lot of people that would defend Eric Holder <laughs> no. on that. I'm saying in uh, comparison, it's probably not the worst thing ever. I think they will do an investigation on it, and I think it's going to be just fine. I think this whole Russia thing is smoke and mirrors, and it's just a witch hunt at this point. Sometimes at the end of a witch hunt, you find a witch. I think, like I said, sometimes at the end of a witch hunt, you convinced yourself you found a witch. I don't know. Like, well, we'll I'm wait. just saying a lot of innocent people were murdered for being witches and witch hunts. We'll, we'll wait for evidence, but it is interesting that uh, that the number of people associated with the campaign continues to grow and that had contacts usually, with Russia. But the context missing there is it's usually under their jobs. Nah, that's the case. Well, that's Flynn. the argument with Jeff Sessions is well, that yeah. you can – that you can and Claire uh, McCaskill and the other people that who aren't part out. of the campaign and are irrelevant That's to the fine. argument. All um, people that said that it never happened. So I'm not saying yeah, and when people lie, whether they're Democrats yeah. or, or Republicans, but they should be caught McCaskill and held accountable. Meant to lie, and Chuck Schumer and whoever else, Elizabeth Warren, or on the Republican side. Um, I think that you and I remember almost every argument we make against or to one another i don't uh, think it's hard to remember meetings um, i don't all the time but i get your point tops. Tops. <laughs> but i but no i get I, your point i i think that it's pretty hard to like i would remember me i would remember meeting a russian much much less the ambassador <laughs> that's all i'm saying like we're like man that guy well, we with, do. The, with the voice that didn't sound like mine i remember him <laughs> you know just saying they meet a lot of people so i can see how it gets confused <sighs> I don't think I, he I think, meant to do anything by it, and that's the thing. I and mean, that's what it's going to come down to, just like Hillary Clinton. And that may, They're going to argue intent, that may be, and it, he's going to get That fine. may be true, but when, it, the top. when it comes to um, – I think it looks fishy when it's a bunch of people all with the same story, all that, that, that can't remember. Look, it was BS when Hillary Clinton went to the FBI and couldn't remember 32 times. Right. When it came to her emails, it's BS when these guys tell you they had no contact during this time period when Russia was like the biggest thing that was being talked about at that time in the campaign. It's not like you Thanks, didn't, Obama. It's not like you didn't know <laughs> a as being part of the campaign. It's not like you didn't know that something could come up if you're meeting with them in September of 2016. Right. Well, like, I think like I, like we said, it's going to come down to what was said, and if it's something yeah. like "Hello, sir." Good to meet you. And that's it. Like, actually, literally it. Well, then, I could be like, yeah, yeah I can totally but see. But here's the thing. Investigate it because it looks shady. I'm good with all so, investigations going all over the place. And that's fine. Yeah. Like, as long – I think the investigation is a good thing. And I think as far as if – as for as many people in the administration that pop up with this same trend, investigate all of looking them. For, yeah, that's fine. I'm just saying don't get overzealous and start saying, well, we need, we need to look at every single person. No, that's fine. But if it pops up, if, if it something up. shows up, yeah. then yeah. I Do you think, think it's yeah. a witch hunt, though? Do you think that they are over-prosecuting no, it I don't. on the left side? No. you think that Chuck Schumer is right for calling for him to resign? No, I don't think that— Mr. Crying Clown. Yeah, no, there... <laughs> I don't think that—here's the thing. I don't think—for me personally, I wouldn't call for him to resign until you gave me concrete evidence of yeah. why he should resign. That'd be nice. Now, it is arguable, like, if they go the perjury route, 
first of all, you have to you have, have to find intent. show intent, yeah. which, which was BS when Hillary Clinton got off on it, and it yeah. would be BS if Jeff Sessions did. Look, you can listen to the clip. And you can Comey's still there, man. You so can, it's going to be fine. <laughs> you can watch the video, and you can hear what he said, and you can clearly hear that Al Franken asks him if anybody during the campaign – talk to anybody in right. the Russian government? The short answer is yes. The short and answer is So it yes. looks like a cover-up, and it looks like a cover-up when the number of people speaking like that continue to forget what those conversations are about yeah. or forget what saying, those mean. We're at like two, so I wouldn't go I wouldn't go overstating. No, we're that. not. We're at more than two. I don't know. There I, I haven't been here. I don't know all him. of them by name, but yeah. I know Michael Flynn. I know Michael Flynn and I know Jeff who, Sessions. What who like got fired for lying to the vice president. The, right. Nothing happened with Russia there, but because it popped up, you look at it. Like of course you look I'm at it. I'm just saying like this is the fourth time that they've accused someone in the Trump campaign to have some sort of tie to Russia and every time they blow their wad within 4 seconds of de- declaring it I to get, get a good that. headline and there's nothing there. But that's always going to be the opposition. Republicans did it with Benghazi too. Yeah, they it, did. Er, early on in Benghazi. You didn't it was, agree with that? No, I didn't. <laughs> like I but I think both sides, like, yes, I agree that, like, the overreaction is a bad thing. Like, yeah. But I think if something pops up, like... In, it's going to uh, be boy who I don't cries think wolf, it's, man. I don't it's think eventually... it's bad to dig for things. Like, that's yeah. your job as the intelligence community. That's fine. Yeah, and again, I'm not at all against... Put put everyone on trial. Let's just fucking do trials all, all day. That's fine. But, like I said, when you go looking for it and you create stories and nice. sensationalize them when it shouldn't be... We're going to just not believe you after a while. That's fine, but I think... I already don't think there's anything with this Russia thing. I think one I guy made it up during a NBC interview or something like that, and it just... They ran with it, and there's literally no evidence. Like, again, I, four different times they've looked into it. I mean, I think... I don't know that there's no evidence. I think it keeps... Po- they they the claimed f- there was evidence that they uh, hacked into the DNC, uh-huh. that they could have stolen material... But there's no evidence that they leaked it to WikiLeaks. But there's all Julian these, Assange says look, that they were not the ones who leaked it to WikiLeaks. Julian Assange is BS. Like Julian Assange <laughs> played for Donald Trump the entire election cycle. Like I'm not trusting. Well, I'm not going to lie and say he wasn't on his team. Well, I wouldn't. Okay, I'm not going to say on his team, but he wanted him to win, or at least for Hillary to lose. Maybe, but that doesn't show that they colluded in any way. Julian Assange can suck it. I hope you're watching. <laughs> um, sure he is. No, but that's the whole pest. thing. Um, <laughs> like. There's all these little tiny theories that people have from different things that happened, and I think there was a broader narrative to it. I think Hillary Clinton fucking sucked, and a lot of people don't like her, so they worked <laughs> against her. I, I don't think there's absolutely any involvement with the Trump campaign, but, and I haven't looked into the whole allegation yet of uh, that Obama tapped the phone lines and all of that. Which I think was probably made up by Mark Levin, who is I don't even know who that is. Freaking, oh my God, Mark, if you don't know who he is, good thing. Good job. Like, keep it that way. You don't need to listen to this guy. He sounds like a yeah. freaking 1940s gangster. It's like, mercy. Listen up, see? <laughs> Republicans, just mercy. <laughs> That's not FCC appropriate. Huh? No. Hold myself to a higher standard. I'll just take the Donald Trump route. That's right. Um, All day winning. No, but, uh, you know, I look, the fact of the matter is, like, I don't have a problem with it being looked into. I don't even have, if that thing is true with Obama. I don't have a problem if he did it. I mean, I think I, that when it I've, comes down to it, I've I have trouble with that with the wiretapping. I, I kind of don't because I kind of get it. Like if you're the president of the United States, Barack Obama, regardless, take yourself out of the situation with uh, the election. You have reports that someone in the in your country running for office is colluding with a foreign entity to rig the election and win. Now I'll say he was pretty silent on Hillary's whole thing. But even still, right. being the commander in chief, I see why you would want to tap his shit and find out and make sure that they're not because yeah. that's a big deal. And if you have the means, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. Patriot Act exists. He can do it. Right? No, <laughs> like, I, I don't disagree. Um, it sucks. Though. It looks bad. It yeah, looks like he was setting up Trump. It does, and it. And I just, like, I still think he's got the right like to, to do it. I don't like to typically be on the side of the Patriot Act or the NSA <laughs> or wiretapping. No, we're millennials. That's 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 not our thing. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't like the whole. It, now, I get as far as your argument goes, because of national security purposes and and what. It would be irresponsible, and kind of. It, yeah, that's it my would. 
So like sort of reasoning that, behind it. That's why I would say if I was to say that like yeah it's okay. That's the basis that that's done on though. But still fuck that. But like I don't think <laughs> that if Barack Obama didn't like your analysis of his story that he should probably tap your phone like that's right. You yeah. Know. Well, there's an abuse of power. I wouldn't view this as an abuse of power. Oh. I think that he was yeah. well within his rights. It could be totally fake. It could be false. But we'll find <laughs> fake out. News. Fake, Fake news. news. So, like I said, but going back to it, Jeff Sessions ain't going anywhere. I mean, they, I don't we'll think see. that there's anything there. I mean, I, if there's nothing there, then no, he's not, and that's fine. He shouldn't. But And I don't think – I'm not going to go along with Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. That was the other one. Yeah, Nancy Pelosi. It, because was also like, met with I don't think you resign until something is. But I will I think say, the Russian ambassador is doing his job. He's meeting with a lot of people on both sides I, of the I aisle. I would say that it's very – Donald Trump Jr. was one of the people that met with Russians. I don't have a problem with um, the, the whole thing, the nepotism and all of that. But you're talking, I don't see it. They, these are competent people that – he trusts you why not involve them you only them? see two people Michael Flynn and Jeff Sessions but it's not it's Carter Page it's Donald Trump Jr. It's I'll like, include him because I know him I don't know that Carter, it's like, Carter douchebag it's like two two other sources whose names I can't remember because there's so many of them every day <laughs> I just forgot them I mean uh, who would ever forget things I can't yeah I, I can't, can't <laughs> I can't recollect I don't know I don't know um, let me ask you 30 times so you know I, but as long as names keep popping up Look at what they said. Yeah, I'm fine with that, and I'm like, fine with, look with at what getting they it. Said. I think because me and you fundamentally think, come from a different I think it would conclusion. Be a, I think there's nothing there, and I think you think there's something there, and I, I, think, I don't see it. I think there could be something there. I I don't even think there. Obviously, there could be, but I don't think there could be. I'm coming from the assumption that nothing's happening. Right, and I'm coming from the more skeptical the belief. I, no, it's not necessarily a belief. I'm just skeptical. Well, we just lost video, uh, so we're gonna have somewhat of it. Man, yep. Little hills, little bumps, little bumps in the road. Little bumps. Um, well, that was fun. Uh, I mean, I guess we can wrap up the audio segment as well. But still, there, we're gonna have to see. <laughs> I don't think that this Russia thing is anything. I think that as long as it's a question, keep looking at it. And yeah. I think that that that's fine with me. Just don't witch hunt and, and overstep your bounds, Chuck Schumer. I agree with that. Yeah. But God damn it, he's a douche, man. He is. I, I'm like, really upset with the Democrats because, like, I that that position's toxic. <laughs> it, so like, whoever gets in there, I haven't talked to or I haven't called myself a Democrat for a long time through for several presidential cycles. You know that I've yeah. called myself an independent. I lean liberal. But you like, really voted for I, Hillary. I, I did not. I really <laughs> voted for me. Um, and my wiener. Four more years. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but. Uh, so I, I, I don't call myself a Democrat, but when, like, I'm not going to lie and say that I was excited about Trump. I was not excited about Trump I was, winning I was the election, it. possibly. <laughs> <laughs> um, not my president. Not my president. <laughs> stole it. He stole it. Um, but so no, the party of superdelegates. Shut up. <laughs> right. So I don't know. I just, I, I don't call myself a Democrat, but I hope that for both parties of power, because I like Paul Ryan. Like I, yeah, I mean, I, that, I was a big Paul Ryan guy there for a while. Even I think that, that as toxic as those leadership positions are, I still think Paul Ryan. I've fa- he's fallen on the different side of the fence of me every now and again. Yeah. For the most part, he stayed true to where he was coming from. from I the, like Paul previously. Ryan. I've Paul Ryan's probably my favorite Republican. And then I used to grow his beard back out. I, like, what the fuck? That was cool. <laughs> I like Marco Rubio too, but Marco Rubio kind of <laughs> He's been a little more silent. Well, he's, he's not in a leadership goofy. position, no. so we just don't hear about him. Um, but Chuck Schumer was such a disappointing a t- disappointing result for that pick because when he was picked, both sides thought that, yeah. Je- or at least both sides, as far as the media is concerned, thought that Chuck Schumer was a good pick. That was somebody that would reach across the aisle, and he has been exactly the opposite. Right. He has been Elizabeth Warren. I think that he's pressured because the Democrats have no power. Yeah. They have nothing besides throwing temper tantrums and over exaggerating. His daily responses to things are just so ridiculous. He's not like, crying and, anymore. And so he's that's not a- crying, but he's still like, he still <laughs> makes these like, little underhanded comments that are like, and it's yeah. just. Uh, I just don't like it. It's just not a good look. Like, let's have no. a little bit more uh, 
compromise and class. Like you don't even don't compromise on bad things. Nobody's saying vote against your principles or or do right. but like there are things that we agree be real on. about your principles. Donald Trump was a Democrat for how many years? There are things that they Up can until agree until 2016, again. I think. <laughs> <laughs> right. There are things that we can agree upon and I think that it's seeing the way that him and I oh man, I can't remember well, we'll get into that segment next, uh, talking about the speech, because she did a few yep. things that pissed me off. Yep, we'll do But yeah, that. anyway, going back to Sessions, I think he's not going anywhere. I don't think there's shit to be found, but I am totally fine if they want to go looking and digging around and finding it. I won't. I'm not going to go out and say that I don't think he's going anywhere, because it all depends on what they find. So, But bigger than Jeff Sessions, like what hurts Jeff Sessions and what causes investigations like this is when it appears to be a cover-up. And when it's six people now, it appears to be a cover-up. I still don't think so because every time they look into what content, it was like nothing. But they, have to, but they have to look into it to if know they that. they said it and it's like 15 minutes long. That's fine. And redacted shit everywhere, I'd be like, that's, fine. that's shady but as they, fuck. But all we're saying on the opposite side of, oh, everything's just fine there is I want to know. Like, I want to know. So, like, yeah. yeah I want Hillary's 30,000 emails. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, Russia, if you're listening. Just take them. Take them all. So, I don't know. I don't have a problem with Go the investigation. Trump. If nothing comes up, then um, I think that my side, dem- not Democrats, but I think more liberal standing people should say, okay, nothing was there, yeah. and we'll move on. But right. as, long as, as long as it looks like a cover-up, I say continue to to look into it because just because there's nothing there doesn't mean you won't find something. Yeah. If there is something there, yeah. hopefully it will be found. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Yeah. So, all right. Fair. I think it's fair. guided by the well-being of American citizens, then I believe Republicans and Democrats can work together to achieve an outcome that has eluded our country for decades. All right. So the other huge thing that happened this week would obviously be the speech that Trump gave. Yes. First of all, real quick, for people listening on SoundCloud that want to know what's going on on YouTube... (laughs) Videos back up. We should be I good. Think. We'll see for the rest of the and for the people on YouTube. Guess what? We're back. Hi. Um, <laughs> so you can check out this dirty sock I put over my microphone. That's as gross, a pop dude. Screen. Um, it's not. It's uh. a washcloth. Don't, <laughs> don't be gross. Is it dirty? Um, so yeah, Trump speech. Um, yep. All right. So I figured that obviously it was a very well received speech. A lot of people had mostly good things to say about it, Democrats included. Um, so I thought we'd go through certain parts of the speech and then we'll get to the big controversy of the fake news and the shit that surrounded it mostly by the Republican media. Okay. So one of the first things that I saw, well, first off, I got to call you out on this. He says tonight we mark the conclusion of our celebration of black history month. <laughs> so it sounds much nicer. Yeah. Than no, he's like, I'm so glad we're done with black history month. We couldn't get done quick How enough. How come there's not a white history month? <laughs> <laughs> right. So I thought that was the proper way that you should wrap that up. Um, and he did immediately right off the bat. He talked about the recent threats targeting Jewish centers and the vandalism of Jewish cemeteries. Which we know about. In, yeah, in being St. Louis. Louis. Um, yeah, and that's a good thing. Like, I yeah. think that that's a good thing. You condemn that. Should have maybe condemned it like a month ago when people were asking <laughs> you about it. But that's fine. You got around to Pence it. Pence showed that's up. Good. He came up to the state and did his shit. So. Um, now, here's the, the funny bit. Oh, and by the way, I mentioned last week that, that it took him like 100 years to figure out the number of tombstones, the dozens, right, hundreds, yeah, yeah. whatever. Is it 200? 154. It? But it took two weeks to figure that out. That's so, a happy medium, though. Th- there you go. <laughs> um, the other thing that uh, – this is funny because I was at Red Lobster, and that was just – Gross. It's awesome. Seafood is dope. So <laughs> Red Lobster. We got E. coli. <laughs> <laughs> and now I do, too. <laughs> So I came back and I turned it on and I didn't know where we were at in the speech. Apparently we were very damn early. But the first thing that I heard him say that made me go, oh, dude, what are you doing? Was I turned it on and I hear the rebellion started as a quiet protest spoken by families of all colors and creed. 
families who wanted a fair shot for their children and a fair hearing for their concerns. But the word rebellion, I thought he was going to take that, you know, Donald Trump combative campaign two point Yeah, and I was I like, forgot don't that I won, do that. So hi, Florida. Um. <laughs> right. So I was definitely I wasn't happy about that. Um, but here's a part that basically came up um, that became part of a controversy of fake news. Obviously, it was so well received that the Dow went up about 303 points. Mm. Um, and the stock market, what he said in it was the stock market has gained almost $3 trillion in value since the election. And he's right. Like, the markets are doing exceptionally well, and they only went up even more after this speech. Mm. Uh, was it 21,000 or something? It just hit and set a record and, yeah. and all that. Yeah. And I love my records. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. More so, than I my mean, country. I think um, that that's a little bit hard to argue against that, like, the markets are doing great. Whether that goes into what we're going to be doing that, I think and that how. that's typical of Republican administrations. Like, I think the. I, yeah, that's fair. I don't know, I'll give you that I don't bit. know if it's this high because, like, you know. But I, think I think it's because he's a businessman and that's just a different and thing. And I think Republicans I mean, historically like are thought of as like that's what's best for business so i think that right if you look at any republican election you're going to see a stock market do a similar thing maybe not to the same uh, extent well obviously not to the same extent it's right. a brand new new yeah. high and all that so yeah i think that's really awesome i don't think that he's wrong for claiming it obama consistently was like job growth is right he did unemployment's he at this did percent make an interesting point though that like while he said it it was true but it was also bs uh bs stat he said that um when it came to unemployment 90 million people had dropped out of the workforce yeah that's true but 40 million of them are disabled 15 million of yeah them he included disabled have, and whatnot. have uh are in college and right. are not working because of that Another now, 15 that's how I attempts. judge so, unemployment. To me, that's what that's how I think it should be judged because it, it makes it artificially low to go, oh, we have 4.3% unemployment, but no one's in the workforce, right. which is an issue. But you understand, too, that when you say 90 million dropped out, yeah, there are reasons for that that right, don't right, right. involve... Technically, they did, but I get that, that don't involve economic factors. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. so... Although I will say that it, it made it easier for people who maybe would have tried to get back into the workforce... Stay on the benefits. You right. run out. Yeah, no. You know? No, that's fine. I'm just saying, while it's true that, yes, 90 million people have dropped out of the workforce <laughs> and that artificially deflates the unemployment, right. a very good percentage of that percentage. I think the problem with people, that, with, Repo- with Democrats at the time, was they would constantly talk about the unemployment rate like it was some great thing when they had. A, a huge drop in people participating in the they in the tax they pool, necessarily dropping. and all of their policies involve a lot of tax money. So yeah, you're but they weren't people coming out. They weren't dropping necessarily because of democratic policies. No, they were dropping. I think they underplayed. The, yeah, I think they underplayed the issue, and by that made it seem like there's no problem. We have all the money for this because people are paying for it. When right. really we're losing. But taxpayers. to be fair to Democrats, too, literally like three days. I don't even think Trump had taken office. It was like three days after. <laughs> Look what I've been doing after the uh, after the election. So still in November, still two yeah. months away from. Actually he did a lot before president. taking president, though. Conservative radios over there, like, "Look, Trump got elected, <laughs> and we're at four point seven percent unemployment." Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, that no, no, that's BS. That's, that's BS. Yeah, because um, that my whole issue is like it's artificially low, so right. maybe don't do a dance over it. You're right. So, so yeah. that was that was one thing I wanted to correct Trump on, um, because <laughs> yeah. the, because I just I think that's worth pointing out. Yeah. Um, so the other thing that whenever I heard it, I felt like no one else really put a lot of in- information or uh, well I guess there's not a lot of information out, but put a lot of emphasis on it. But I got interested in it. He said, "We will stop the drugs from pouring into our country and poisoning our youth, and we will expand treatment for those who have become so badly addicted." And I want to know what that means yeah, I because know that's what that means interesting too. as fuck. Um, like, are we going more European, where we offer the people time to wean themselves off it, or just you know safe zones, basically, where you can go in and do the drug? Yeah, no, I. So you stay safe. I, I definitely am interested in that too because what I've, does that mean? I've always been an advocate <laughs> for instead of imprisoning some a drug addict, right. get them 
help, but you had, but there's a way to do it. I go fifty fifty on it. If you look at what happened last night in Sweden, um, last night, <laughs> last in night, Sweden, last night in Sweden, <laughs> they helped a freaking drug addict out, <laughs> and this is how they did it. Um, I think it may not be Sweden either. Yeah. I, I'm trying to make it's a joke Europe, here, but yeah, this is, this Switzerland is or Sweden or one of them. Um, that where the policy is that. Like drugs are legal, and you can go to a doctor's office essentially to do them. They'll right. shoot you up with your heroin, yeah, and then they'll slowly wean you off of it. And you like, can ask what for more, for, and they will give you more. It's medically supervised, um, <laughs> and what happens is that the drug addict typically becomes bored getting their fix inside a white hospital room. And I mean, they could just go get it on the street. So they will. They but there's not as much need to get it on the street because it's yeah. readily available. I still think they'll go and get it on the street if, if they're bored with it and like I just want to chill on my couch. But what they've and... had is like a seventy percent success rating. With the what happens is that well, people damn. people go in there, they they um, are supervised while they're doing their drugs, and then they get bored with it because they don't like being in a hospital room <laughs> tripping balls. So right. they they make the decision themselves that this isn't worth my time and effort, and I'm wasting my time doing this. Yeah. They stop, and they don't relapse. And there's like a 70% success yeah. rating with people who stop don't end up back there. Now, 70% could seem low but i don't think it I don't does think it's low, I man. Think that, that sounds pretty damn I good think, especially in america yeah. where we have his like notoriously low but that's retention because we rates. imprison people and then we imprison them for 15 to 20 years yeah. and then when they the, get out what the hell are they gonna do well, the who's gonna hire who come, somebody who's been in jail for right. 20 years and the rate of people <laughs> who come back into the prison system after being in there once is huge right because we don't because yeah. they can't the number come, of drug addicts come back into society yeah who go to these programs and then relapse are huge whatever it is in america we it's <clears> access <throat> of ease or what it is right. But it's just too damn easy for him to do so, it. No, so I don't know I, what Donald Trump wants to do. If he's going to go a more European approach, right? I kind of hope he does because yeah. I don't think. Well, I hope a... it's not like, all right, you're doing drugs now. We deport you to Mexico because <laughs> they have the better drugs. Just <laughs> <Okay>. go down there. <laughs> um, yeah. I, you never know. I don't know what his no, plan is. I do. I do think though that that was a very interesting point that he brought up. I'm very interested in what he could do with it, and I hope he does good things with it because we definitely. Yeah. There Why include it in the speech if he's not going to do something? We should have, you know? in my opinion, and I hope that, like, I hope they really look into that. Because, and I'm glad you brought the point up because I've always been somebody who has advocated for walk-in clinics. You yeah. should be able yeah. to walk off the street, insurance or no, and be like, if because if you have a history with drugs. Um, I know people who have had history, a history with drugs and people who have tried to get help right on their own, by their own decision. And when they showed up, they were told you don't have insurance. Well, it's, Six grand. It's right. It's seven like I'm grand. on drugs 20 hours of a day. I'm of course sli- I don't have insurance. I'm sleeping in the back of somebody's car right now. Like, I don't have <laughs> six grand to drop on this. And right. that's unfortunate because that person gets turned away. Right. But then somebody else gets court-ordered into that program who isn't trying to, to – and they're, they will relapse because they didn't right. want to be there. They didn't want to do it. So it, I really hope that they take a, a good look at that because there are a lot of advances that could be made yeah. in and- that – Plus, in that field. I mean, we're obviously in agreement that weed, it should not be a Schedule 1, shouldn't get arrested no. for it. All Donald Trump has to do, be the first president to just legalize weed before it, and millennials will vote for you. There right. is a, a yeah, part right. of them where that's their issue. If you're the guy who broke the chain and made it possible, they will like you. Yeah, I don't disagree. Do it. I don't disagree. It will definitely. you, Donald Trump. Do it. It's, <laughs> it's important. It'll win votes. Yeah, um, it definitely will. It, it will. So, so the other part, um, man, we've been talking about that infrastructure, um, and but this gave me a lot of help or hope. He said another Republican president, Dwight D. Eisenhower, uh, initiated the last true great national infrastructure program, the building of the international or interstate highway system. The time has come for a new program of national rebuilding. I think this is long before due. As soon as I heard that our nuclear codes are on floppy disks, I was like, we are fucked. That is not right. how we are well, supposed to that, go. Isn't that like the same issue with the VA? It's like everything's actually yeah, on Yeah, it's paper. on like rotary. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like you're actually you know. using a typewriter to still type this shit out? Like, right. Come on, man. We, yeah, there's a lot of shit that we can be doing, especially rebuilding roads. And that just basically goes back to helping out the states and giving them uh, access to it. The number that Donald Trump is citing and throwing around is a trillion dollars. That sounds familiar because that's the number that Bernie Sanders typically throws around. Right. But if you talk to Bernie Sanders, 
he fucking hates <laughs> Trump's Bernie, infrastructure bill. Bernie Sanders has become a joke. Yeah, well, I heard something he interesting. Um, this Anthony Fox guy, I found it uh, on a Rutgers article. Racist. That's <laughs> 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 right. Everything's racist. Whatever, Matthews. But he basically said that the basis of Trump's in, uh, infrastructure bill, and I don't know if this is 100% accurate or not, but what he's saying is that what he wants to do is actually give $137 billion in tax credits. So if you're a company who wants to build things, we give your company a tax credit to incentivize you to finish your project. So most of the, the cost is actually on the companies, but he thinks that it will generate $1 trillion worth of infrastructure building because they will have the means to to go after these large projects. That's interesting. If that's true, that's fucking dope because yeah. you just cut the bill from a trillion to $137 billion. Yeah. Are they going to do it, though? Because... You know, when you, when you have to rely on the private sector, they're fickle. They well, don't, you and you, just, have to, you have to rely on Congress to actually get something like that done. I right? think they would, yeah. Like, I think Bernie Sanders would be against it because he wants to actually spend a trillion dollars of U.S. money on it. I'm okay with letting this one go. If you can do it for $137 billion, if it doesn't work, then you're gonna. it's going to take four or five years to figure out if it worked or not. If and, it doesn't work, you're going to have to stand on that. Yeah, and that's going to be your thing. And, it didn't work. And that's work. pretty much the case of anything that a president does. If if it doesn't work, that's right. you, man. That's your record. So. But there, yeah, I think there's countless shit that we can be improving. And that I, we're going to have to increase infrastructure at some point. Yeah, I don't, think do it now? Either, I don't think either side should argue against infrastructure spending. It, it sucks. It, I saw it. <laughs> it is the worst plan. It creates jobs. It, and I think it, Did you see Bernie Sanders' response I didn't to the actually, thing? I didn't watch it. It was I, I so read, dumb. I read stuff about it. I read part of the transcript, yeah. but I just I never liked Bernie Sanders. And, I did like and a lot, and I always like I always thought that his plans were unfeasible. I didn't think he was a joke. I believed that he yeah. believed well, his like, stuff, and now I don't believe that because I think he's just he's turned yeah. into a a clown shadow of himself. Well, he got yeah. bought. I mean, he, he at least in my opinion, I think he got bought out. After the whole Hillary thing, where they were like, "You need to shut the fuck up. Right. We'll get you a six hundred thousand dollar new home by the fucking river. Here you go. <laughs> right. I love being butt fucked. It was the greatest. <laughs> yeah. So he's all about that shit now. Um, but basically, his response was just that. He was basically upset that he was not president and that Donald Trump didn't bring up income inequality. The one percent. <laughs> Exactly, John McCain did that too. Yeah, old old white guys that are pissed off. Yeah, they didn't win. Right. Well, he needs to be, be talking white. about that this. That was racist. God, reverse know, racism. Hashtag reverse racism. Jesus, dude. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, but that was a dumb part. Um, let's see here. I like this part that he said. He goes, "Everything that is broken in our country can be fixed. Every problem can be solved. Every hurting family can find healing and hope." And I thought it was important to use the word hope because that goes right back to 2008 Obama where we believed it. Like, this yeah, can I fucking mean, and, happen. Well, and that was my overall analysis of the entire speech. He he did I el- think it worked, he man. He did elaborate on things that he had not elaborated on. He kept most be- things vague. Before, he always keeps things vague. Right. Well, normally he rambles um, and doesn't give you the context. So I think the context I, was my, this my time. My analysis on that night, which was kind of unfair, but was that, <laughs> like, yeah, his speechwriter did a good job. Yeah. And this guy was throwing shade the entire time, every five minutes. <laughs> that was also <laughs> just to get under your skin. But that. Right. But. It wasn't a bad speech. I also think the actions speak louder than words, so let's see where it goes. I think a lot of right. things that it's he It's going to come down to those things. Do these plans right. work? Because you've got a, lot, a chance to do these plans. I think a lot of the things that, I think work. He, that he proposed aren't horrible things, so I think that that's all right. I'd still like – and I don't know that – he didn't really even talk about the travel ban or immigration. No, not at all. Much. No, well, no, he postponed – the new draft of it afterwards because he was like was we're sm- getting a lot of good PR political play yeah. enter Jeff Sessions right <laughs> well if he really was a brilliant strategist like all the Democrats say he is he would have just released it then and just moved the narrative off John- Jeff Sessions and on to the next draft yeah you know I think that they're fundamentally changing it I think they're not ready yeah I really do I think I, that they I, just need they don't have it down no they took Iraq <laughs> off of it 
So Iraq is no longer on the banned yeah, list, which makes gonna, sense because they're a big ally of like, now. Somebody put Rudy Giuliani in the closet. We don't need any more <laughs> advice from this guy. Because um, he F's <laughs> this whole thing up. So um, I still don't agree with that. I don't, I don't agree with it no matter how you package it. I don't think we have an issue there. Um, I know we fundamentally disagree on aspects of that. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that... For the most part, my my analysis at on that night was it's a pretty it's a decent speech, um, but it oh, it was a damn good speech. It was I really a, did. It, it was his best speech. I still don't yeah. think the bar was very high. Um, <laughs> I think whoever said that was gonna be a good speech though. Like even if Hillary Clinton gave it, I would be like, I'm feeling that. Yeah, it wasn't. Bad. We'll did. just we'll see we'll we'll see what comes of it because right talk so, is cheap. So yeah, yeah, do yeah. it. You got you got full power. Do it. You right. have like two years before you start campaigning again. So, <laughs> so most of the controversies came in the latter part of the speech. Uh, one of them, Donald Trump controversy. Oh, no. never. No, <laughs> not with Chuck Schumer. Never. But one of it is this is what he said. He said, "I have ordered the Department of Homeland Security to create an office to serve American victims. The office is called Voice." Victims of immigration crime engagement. Oh, oh. All the Democrats freaked out as soon as he said it. Mm. We are providing a voice for those who have been ignored I guess I by do. our media and silenced by special interests. I guess I do. They branded. Kind of take an issue with the word American. I don't because we are I do, Americans. Because, yeah, that's fine. But if we but we allow immigration, right? Right. So if we allow legal immigration and a legal immigrant is over but here doing something and their effect and some like let's say that somebody's here for school from like I don't know Asia somewhere Japan China whatever yeah and so they're like walking home from or walking back to their dorm from campus and some illegal Guatemalan or something <gasps> what do you got against the Guatemalans man no I'm, <laughs> illegal. Alien Your hypothetical is racist. Stabs them and robs them. Right. Should we not? Be, should voice not worry about that no. person? I think it's mostly set up for victims of illegal immigration, like victims of that crimes person from illegal. would be, but they're yeah. not an American, so do they not take priority? Of course they do, but there's a million and a half groups for that guy. We're saying that there's no group for an American voice of outrage, and they get ignored, and I think they do. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't have a problem take, ever helping victims. Take of the word Ameri- Take the word American out of there. And but why? That's the because you're issue. specifying. You're, you are totally fine putting any other ethnicity in there, but we can't say Americans because no, we can't. No, do that. you can say Americans, but I think it should encompass more than Americans. So, but they have the other groups, and the, the regular law does that. that. The federal government doesn't have other groups. Private organizations, right? Maybe. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Well, so we see how the federal how, government represents everybody, yeah, well, come Immigr- on. We, we immigrants how, included. Yeah, but even still, we see how nah, effective I mean, the federal government is. They're not. It gets lost, and I, I don't see an issue with having a specific group. They have it for everything else. Why not no, Americans? Well, I'll tell you Does why. Does it hurt anyone anyone else by having it done? I'll tell you why. I and probably those Democrats that I don't know that I would have booed it. Like I don't know that I would have acted the way they did. All I'm hearing is, I hate America. No, you're not hearing that. That's your stupid way of twisting your patriot shit. Like, the only word you had a problem with was America. It is, because it's it, it's exclusionary. Everything we, is exclusionary when you put a label on it. The federal government represents everybody that's in this country legally. Right. Okay. So if you're an Asian in America and you're affected by a by by an an Amer- Ill- another American citizen, we're gonna go with that. That's what the federal government does as well. No, or I'm if it's a, if it's a crime, it, they're they're gonna look into it. But this is a special one set up for people who are the victims of people who shouldn't be here, and their voices should be heard. Right, whether or not the person who is the victim is from China or America. Yeah, but you have a lot of faith in the federal government taking care of. You that. have a lot of faith in the fe- federal government taking care of only Americans. <laughs> like, well, if it's a special group, I'm going to assume that they're going to do a better job at it, just like these other groups that are that are set up mm. that are looking for for things. Why? I don't have a problem with anyone. If you want to set up a thing for Guatemalans. Go for the it. The federal government is the biggest entity in the country. Right. So when it comes, like, they that's should why they're be inundated setting and it, it the work example, well. right? I think that's a good example. What's wrong with this example? It sets a good example if you take the word American out of there and say for people, for citizens, whether you're an immigrated citizen or you're whether missing you're... the optics, though. The optics of the American in the middle class, in the Rust Belt, in middle America is they forgot about me. I'm the enemy. 
all of these groups have all these things, okay, and so, whites are so always the enemy. So you're setting up a group to play politics? No, I think that they, it lets their voice be heard, and I think it is good optics. It doesn't hurt anyone think, else. So why not have does it? it not, does it not further your You need argument? to remind middle America that we don't forget you. Like, we, we have your back. Okay, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Cry me a river, first of all. Well, then what are you doing? Um, <laughs> second, or, okay, so... Shouldn't does it not further your immig- illegal immigrants or or illegal aliens or evil and scary argument? I don't make that argument. That if it, an Asian person who immigrated here the right way was affected by an illegal alien, right? They shouldn't be the voice of that group. For no, you, no, that's fine. Well, obviously, this is a specific segment, so they're not going to go to the black american support group because they don't represent them so they're not included in this because that's not the demographic so i think they should also have a voice organization they should also have a governmental yeah that's fine like i said it's specific so if they if they don't meet the criteria i don't have a problem with it it if the um if the federal government set up a group for only white christian men affected by illegal aliens that's uh, when you bring religion into it then i'm gonna Take religion out, and I'd be okay with okay, it. Okay, white men. Yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with it. The, you wouldn't have a problem with the United States government only representing white men. Well, they did that for every race and, and made one for black Americans and whatnot, okay. specific groups that each one so could go into. make a voice for every I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm fine okay. with that. So then I'll be fine with voice being worded the way it is when all those other groups <laughs> exist. Okay? That's fine. Like I said, if you're going to do it for one, I think we should do it for, for all of them. And or just ch- take the word American out and say citizen, and then you cover no, everybody. No, but regardless, I think that it doesn't hurt anyone. Why be against it? Because it seemingly excludes people. But they've got all the other groups that they can go to. It doesn't. It is. Doesn't matter. It does exclude Federal people. government sets the standard. So if the government is going to exclude people, then it's okay for private entities to do that as well. Right. That's the standard that you're. And setting. I think that you can't. And it's not like Donald Trump doesn't know anyone who can privately set this up. You know what I mean? That's so fine. That, that could, Federal government needs to yeah. set the standard. So if you're if I you're that, setting up one group for Americans mm-hmm. that are victims, you have to but set up is a the, group uh, for the government every of America. single country. I mean, it doesn't really make sense to say that they can't set something so up for America when they're the so government the, of America. Okay, so then the government doesn't make rules for immigrants. Is that your argument? No, not for illegal immigrants. Not for immigrants obviously become american citizens and then therefore they are american and the federal government works for them but what if they're not citizens yet well then we they're don't work not, for them so then they're not covered so then they don't have to follow our laws either of course they do they're not, they're they're be not in our citizens country. it's the country of the law <laughs> okay i am a free inhibitant just change the wording <laughs> of it and i'm good with it i don't think they should change the wording at so, all i think that's totally fine so the other huge controver- uh, controversy was whenever donald trump uh, recognized Owen or Ryan Owens, which was a soldier who was killed in the last raid. Mm-hmm. It was a big deal. Uh, he said, "We are blessed in uh, to be joined tonight by Karen Owens, the widow of U.S. Navy Special Operator Chief uh, William Ryan Owens. Ryan died as he lived, a warrior and a hero, battling against terrorism and securing our nation." And why that was a huge deal is because it got the biggest standing applause. It was like it, a, a minute and a half worth of statement. It was a good statement. Stand, I think it was a great it, statement. It was a good It was this a is good from show. a guy that I don't... <laughs> that one might pick up now. Yeah, it might now. <laughs> it didn't on that other mic, but that right. one might have picked up. <laughs> right. I typically don't like whenever we pick individual people out of a collective thing and say, we're all one bullshit right. name, whatever. I don't like it, typically. We're all one Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't no goddamn turn, Pedro. Turn that into a hashtag, My name's people. Her name. but <laughs> All seven of you. Um, right. So I, I typically don't like it. And there was a few other ones that Donald Trump did throughout his speech that, um, you know, that was fine. I'm not going to say he, he shouldn't do it. I typically don't like it because I, I, I think that it plays politics with people. Uh, but this was one that even I was like, damn, dude. <laughs> like, this is, this is pretty intense. And basically, the controversy behind it is a bunch of people, uh, looking at you, Milo Yiannopoulos, and a few others, claimed that Democrats sat the whole time, that Nancy Pelosi 
some other guy who must be a high up guy. I'd never recognize his name. Uh, and then Bernie Sanders is what Milo included. And a lot of sources didn't run Republicans his name. Republicans seem to forget that cameras exist. A little bit, man. And first, we only had the one feed that was played during that me and you saw uh-huh. that that one feed. But the White House put out other feeds, which clearly show Pelosi and, and all of them. Because in the original feed, you can't see what Nancy Pelosi is doing. Yeah. Briefly, at about 45 seconds, you can see uh, Bernie Sanders standing and clapping. He does sit down. Right. So you can take that however which way you want it. But the narrative that he that no Democrats stood and clapped for this woman is completely false. Yeah, it is. And I took the time to point that out yeah. on the page. Yeah. Because it was it was stupid. And the first thing I saw was Milo Yiannopoulos going, Well Bernie Sanders so and now, then please stand up. Now that uh, He did. <laughs> now that Milo has run himself into the ground, he's just gone completely sensationalized. I don't think like, he's run himself on the ground. And I still think he will be just fine. He's gonna be making money hand over fist but his content has the bar has been lowered by him yeah i mean it shows the only person that could beat milo was milo yeah and joe rogan and joe rogan (laughs) and bill maher yeah i didn't think bill maher did it but i I only watched that one bit people actually have beaten milo he's not as smart but he is his own worst enemy and he the way that he handles things so the other thing that he put out that pissed me the fuck off man was about this speech and it had the trackings for the markets and it showed november 8th arrow pointing in the the legitimate spot and showing that there was a huge boost in the market after Mm. he won which is true and then it said trump's speech but it pointed to like january 3rd (laughs) and then showed a huge rise and there was a huge rise that happened on january 3rd or around right wasn't because of his speech no no yeah and i called him out and his little underlings on you know the the followers on the thing they just went at me and i had to just keep defending myself like we shouldn't have to win this way the narrative is already good conservative assholes stop fucking it up by lying we don't need to do that right now fake news It's it's Republicans overplaying their hand, but I still don't think that people should call it fake news. Call, <laughs> call BS BS. You are fake news. Like that's fine. <laughs> I don't need to hear fake news um, because yeah. it's because it's dangerous. So yeah, that um, was a good part in the speech. I mean, everyone was cheering and clapping. It and was all a very good part, and it was good of him to do that. And yeah, I I don't think I don't think Michael Morse comments about how she got that was fucking got, so dumb. How she got used. Thor an Emmy Award for the yeah. loudest applause. Fucking asshole. Yeah, that just, I don't know. Michael Moore's so. a piece of crap. While we're talking about Milo, we might as well point out how <laughs> the opposite of Milo. Um, right, the liberal Milo, right. and he's the conservative Michael Moore. Yeah. So to conclude the speech, uh, he finished with, believe in yourselves, believe in our future, and believe once more in America. Thank you, bless you, and bless the United States. He left out of America. I thought it was a great speech. I really did, man. I thought that as soon as we got done, I was just – I felt so good. I think it it was good. Um, But I'm – but I'm going to be skeptical of Donald Trump because I don't – That's fine to do that. I I just don't like when Chuck Schumer and – uh, and you saw Chuck Schumer's response, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I hate Chuck Schumer so yeah. much. Immediately um, just coming out like, and Democrats could not wait to get out of the building. No. They practically ran for the fucking I hills. I didn't think they would stay through the whole thing. I was really <laughs> kind of surprised that they did. But I didn't think they, they would make that type of faux pas. Like, right. Come w- on. It would have been bad. It would have been, been that awful. Yeah. Um, he came out, and he was just trying to think of things to say that were bad, and it took him like probably – 12 hours or so for someone to write yeah, good I points wish, for him. I wish Chuck Schumer would be replaced with somebody else. Yeah. Um, I think Paul Ryan is good. I don't like Mitch McConnell because he's a douchebag little turtle bitch. Yeah, I don't like yeah. McConnell either. I do. This kind of makes me wonder about Harry Reid and Mitch McConnell. Who the fuck thought they were going to be good at their job? <laughs> right. I don't know. These guys are the most toxic you, guys that we've seen. I will tell you who I'm starting to like on our way into the third segment, and that is Lindsey Graham. For warning, more vetting in countries that are becoming failed states, but the executive order was a huge misstep. Here's what I hope President understands. When you do something like this, if it's perceived as declaring war on the faith, we're all gonna lose. Have no doubt what the Russians tried to do to our election could have destroyed democracy. When it comes to Russia, he has a blind spot. If there is something there and it goes up the chain of investigation, it is clear to me that Jeff Sessions, who is my dear friend, cannot make this decision about Trump. All right, so speaking of Lindsey Graham, 
So they basically did a town hall with Lindsey Graham and John because McCain. Apparently, CNN realized the only time they get ratings is when they have debates on. So they're but like, they chose Dana Bash. What do you do? <laughs> they're like, we don't get, we don't have debates for four Ooh, years. Pop it <laughs> we don't have debates for four years. What are we gonna do? We'll just make them up. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's fine. So uh, they they talked about a they basically it was a town hall. So they took a litany of questions from the audience. Mm-hmm. And I grudgingly have to say that I didn't... This is the first time that I didn't hate Lindsey Graham. This is the first time I didn't hate Lindsey Graham as well. Um, <laughs> I, he was actually kind of funny. Like, stale, they were both kind of funny. old, like, crusty guy. Yeah. Well, it was um, funny from the get-go. Like, uh, what did they say? They came out and he was like, how does it feel to be on the, w- most, the most hated, hated news? network <laughs> on television? So let's keep it that way. Or she said something funny, right. too. I was she like, all right, like it's going question, good. And she's like, we're going to go to the audience. And John McKay's like, no, no, <laughs> not these commie liberal audiences. Socialist. Um, so it was funny. It was funny, and they had some good ideas. And I'm glad to hear well, John McCain and Lindsey Graham say we're going to look into Russia. Like, yeah, well, they're both big into that. That's their thing. And, I think they're dead wrong. And, and I'm glad. I'm glad that there are parts of the Republican Party that remember that right. Russia has never ever been a good ally well, of ours. I'm not a big John McCain fan. I think that guy's a twat. I don't like John McCain as much, but I won't dog on him for and being a POW. So. Well, obviously, I'm not going to do that. But and obviously, he did not get near the same applause that Lindsey Graham did. No. I think Lindsey well, Graham, Lindsey Graham was like manufactured his answers to the audience and it sold so well right. like they and then they really you know you hear people clapping and you're like oh yeah that's, that's good it kind of influences my my own thoughts but he, in all honesty he gave very good answers he and he gave the republican conservatives answer that is juxtaposed to what trump is saying but comes at it from a different data set right and i liked that aspect yeah. of it i thought it was actually it was pretty yeah. it was pretty good i no. didn't see the whole thing i watched probably about 40 minutes of it i watched i watched a decent amount of it most yeah. of it and, but, dana bash pissed me off because she's dana bash yeah. and she hates trump and we we get that so i can't remember what she I said thought it was interesting though that the the um Sessions story broke in the middle of that, so she like immediately I asked know. them. They're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! We We're don't not, fucking know. We, you're like, telling us this for the first time." I think like, what, what did Lindsey Graham say it was like, "That's really great that the New York Times has said this, but we need to look at right. other things than news headlines." Yeah, I was like, "Good on or you, Washington Post." I think. Well, that was the one that yeah she brought up two different different points and whatnot, and they were like, "Yeah, that's great, but we need to take a step back yeah. and do it." So I was glad they did that. Uh, one of the people that came up and started talking was uh, a family, a Mexican family, whose mother had been deported six weeks previously. Yeah. I, I thought, that. yeah, I thought that was, and I thought Lindsey Graham did a really good job, or, or it might have been McCain, I can't remember. I think it was Lindsey Graham, because I think the... They did a good job saying to it, like, I can make the different, and there was another man who stood up who said that my son was murdered by an illegal immigrant yeah. that was protected under these laws and whatnot. I thought, though, the... The most memorable, which sucks for John McCain, but the most memorable part of that whole like immigration talk was when the girl stood up and was like, I'm from Iran and blah, 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 blah. And, <laughs> and John McCain kept going, well, Iraq's not on the list. Iraq's not on the I list. Know. Like, yeah, but, but that's, she's from she's Iran. from Iran. So. I'm just saying, yeah, that's great that you're from Iran. Iran's not a friend to ours. We don't have to pretend to be friends with them yeah. just because you're in the audience. Right, so we don't you have know? to like anyone from Iran because they're all bad evil I'm just people. saying, if you're going to be that's on the, the side stance. of Iran, I'm probably going to be against you because Iran's fucked. Like, they dig holes, put women in it, and stone them they to death. They have no good people. I'm good on that. No good people in Iran. No, they do have good people. But I'm just saying, you don't need to tailor your response to be pro-Iranian just because there's an Iranian in the audience. No, but... I think he did a good job on sticking to... to what was it? Well, but other than the fact of saying Israeli every five... Or uh, Iraq. Iraqi every five yeah. seconds. Yeah. So that was obviously... He kind of missed it. But he was off his game the but whole I time, thought I thought. For, like, for the major, for, like, to sum up that entire... I think it was an hour town hall. It was yeah. a pretty good town hall. Lindsey Graham definitely came off better than John McCain did. Yeah. I, John McCain didn't come off bad. I didn't think. I, th- I didn't. Uh, I think he came off old. I was just like, you, well, need, to, yeah, you need to retire, kind of, dude. Yeah, like, he, he does that thing where he, like he can't talk, and you're like, <laughs> is he is he stroking My favorite out? Thing, is he stroking out right he's now? Stroking out. My favorite thing with John McCain is after the whole piss party thing broke, and it came out that like he's the dude 
pushing the piss party narrative <laughs> and whatnot. And he was trying to avoid them, and he almost walked into a wall. Like he was just trying to avoid them so hard, <laughs> and like try to go into a door, and it's blocked. He's like, I have, I have no comment. Right. And then he would <laughs> like, escape. That would have been bad for him. He would have like started epileptic. Oh seizure. God! Ah, it's like, oh, where's Sarah Palin? Um. So okay. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I thought, I thought that it was, I thought it was good. It was what it was. I don't think we need to have like a debate town hall style thing every freaking well week CNN needs the ratings because they suck so bad to, to random random people um right. random senators and whatnot. I, w- but, I was upset that it was dana bash because dana bash is one that i don't respect just flat out i don't respect her journalistic integrity i think that she made that pretty damn plain you want to put van jones in that position you want to put anderson cooper in that position i'm on board that's fine that's great that's a I'm, I'm not gonna it's like Fareed Zakari is gonna interview this guy I would agree with you on I Fareed hate you Zakari. I won't comment like I don't have a yes or no on David I was Nash, a, so. a I'm yeah I I ran away from Fareed Zakari pretty early on yeah all of his coverage was just fuck Trump yeah I don't I don't really care for him anymore but right. yeah that town hall it was all right so yeah. all right well the other thing I definitely wanted to touch on on this um I didn't hear a lot of news sources reporting on it um, I saw an article in uh, Rudders, which is where I'm going to be citing most of this information from. Uh, and then I originally saw the news break on One American News, which stunned me. It said that there was Israeli evictions going on from the West Bank, as in Israeli policemen evicting Israelis. Uh-huh. And, you know, that the settlements has been a huge issue. Um, so basically, I'll give you a little bit of what happened. So the Israeli Supreme Court ruled that the settlements were illegally built on Palestinian private land. Uh, let's see here. Settlers were removed. I gotcha. Settlers were removed Tuesday, February 28th from the nine homes built on the West Bank of the Ofra settlement. Uh, the nine buildings will be destroyed. This ruling by the Israeli Supreme Court angered the far right in Israel, who obviously favors expanding settlements. Right. Police were reportedly unarmed and met with mass protests uh, with, from, you know, pro-settlement people. A lot of teenagers, too. It was weird. On February 2nd, a larger scale eviction took place in the Amona settlement where 300 settlers were removed. This was met with violence where some 60 officers were injured, some being uh, having bleach thrown at them, which lazy. Bring, bring in some damn weapons, to- dude. Totally lazy. <laughs> like, like, what, what do I doing? have? I have ammonia. Right. I have uh, pine saw. Throw the pine saw. I, have hey, I don't want bleach thrown on me. That sucks. <laughs> um, so Israel began occupying the West Bank after the Middle Eastern War of 1967. Palestinians want to establish a state on the West Bank and the Gaza Strip, uh, where some 550,000 Israelis currently occupy, but they are living amongst 2.6 million Palestinians. Uh, Israel has stated after Trump won election that they wanted to build 6,000 more homes. And Donald Trump came out and spoke against building the homes uh, and even brought it up whenever they were doing a joint press conference with Netanyahu, which he looked a little surprised by it. I didn't care for that one. That is uh, Rutgers is the source of all that information. Um, Yeah, I mean, that really is just – what do you think about it? Well, you know what? When it comes to me, I don't think that if you're trying to get a two-state solution, which we all claim is supposed to be what we're going for – we don't we don't need settlements to exacerbate the situation. Right. So I agree with Donald Trump in that aspect where he would like to see it go down, but ultimately he agrees with whatever Israel wants to do. One state solution, two state solution, all of that. It makes it harder for a two state solution if you're having these settlements. Yeah. And I think it's weird. I'd, I'd I'd like to know more about the Israeli Supreme Court and how they came to this decision because yeah, it seems that, to be at odds with the actual. When you think of Israel, you just think of Netanyahu. Right. You know, at least we do because we don't live there. Right. And sometimes it's easy to forget that they've got their own inner workings right. and, and political yeah, parties. No, that it, are... it would be interesting to find out more about that and figure out why, how they came to that conclusion. Because right, apparently they've been occupying there for a long time. I think time. the two-state solution is obviously the solution that we want to have. Um, it would be. There's I bigger arguments. Bigger... I, I differ from you in the sense that um, – I. I, and Donald Trump, I guess, in that I, I'm not going to just, at the end of the day, go, what does Israel want? Like, I don't... Well, Israel's our ally. Palestinians are no friends of ours. That's I fine. I don't see any reason I'm, why we would be stronger having a, a Palestinian state. That's fine. Um, I just don't see it. And that's fine. But there is a humanitarian crisis there, and mm-hmm. it is at the hands of Israel, not Palestine. Um so well, I mean, both sides are fighting, but I get your broader point that they're I mean, the occupiers. Both sides are fighting, but one right. side is cutting off electricity and food. Right, obviously. 
But so. as I said, I think that Israel could just squash that whole thing. And, and then the Middle East it. could squash Israel. Not and then America would up. be sucked yeah. into a war. We would be sucked into a war, uh, but at least we'd be defending an ally. So, there needs to be a solution. The thing is that the Palestinians are coming at this going, we do not believe in an Israeli state. You guys don't exist. The problem with that is that everybody else agrees that there is an Israeli state. So that's not going to happen. In Munich. Um, <laughs> so. I'm just saying that they're, Israel is a big player in the world stage. Everyone recognizes Israel as being... Yeah, I mean, I think it takes both sides coming to the table and going, okay, we're going to acknowledge that you exist. Like they, And I to... hope that Trump can do it. It's I, a tall fucking order. I hope so, but... too. I hope that every president can do it. None of them have been able to, but right. I think that that's... So what do you think about actual settlements? I know you're against them. I am not for them. Um, I'm not for them because it's a political... It's a move to push those people out of the land that's already been stolen from them. Like that's. It's just a little bit farther away. Don't even worry about it. Right. I don't no. like it. I don't like settlements. At all, I think it was good that Donald Trump said that we, it doesn't help. Them. Netanyahu looked shocked too when he said it. Like yeah. He didn't have. He was like, "Well, we'll see." Yeah, I can't remember what he said, but I it, think it Netanyahu, was along the lines of, "Yeah, we'll Netanyahu's see." Netanyahu's a piece of crap. Um, I don't like what I don't like BB at all. And me and BB, me and BB hang out all day. <laughs> I don't look at you, Joe Biden. I don't like it. So, and I don't, I don't typically side with Israel in the Palestinian conflict. Yeah, so. I'm glad that Donald Trump. St- stood up to him in this aspect because I think that he didn't get a lot of pushback for it. Right. And I think that that kind of makes me a little happier for Donald Trump going, maybe he can get this done. If he can say stuff and still keep them our ally, they don't condemn us for saying it. Well, you know, it's kind of the same thing with like the dreamers thing where like we should have a pathway to citizenship. I hope hope that Republicans are on board. I hope that he can make good headway in that. I don't think that he will be able to. And I don't think it's like, I don't think he's failed if he doesn't. No one else has successfully done it. So, um, but I do peanut farmer, but I'm not holding my breath. (laughs) That was different. (laughs) That was Egypt. And I just always think of him. Just Just everyone get along. (laughs) So, but shut up peanut farmer. Anyway, so I don't know. I, I'm not for the settlements. I am for yeah. them both coming to like a peaceful agreement. I'd I'm like not to. holding my breath for it. For me, it's so, we'll see. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Um, um, okay. So that about uh, wraps up the discussion this week. Um, don't forget to leave us a like and be sure to subscribe for all our latest content. Also now with um, video. With video. We, you right. can check us out on YouTube. You can see the whole thing except for like maybe 15 minutes of this episode. Right. And this will probably change. We're probably going to go to a one a split screen split screen type thing. That's so we're looking at you guys right that's not at each other that's kind of the thought so (laughs) check it out on youtube if you're listening to it on soundcloud now um also at some point we're going to itunes has been a struggle for us we're trying to get it i'm not smart enough to figure out itunes that rss gets my ass and i can't do it anybody anybody with some itunes help feel free to comment or make me feel stupid please i will love it send us an email at the devil's advocate 2017 at hotmail.com right um because pointers and, and tips on that would not be hurtful to us. So, right. Um, anyway, yeah, I think the, uh, I think the links to the topics discussed are listed below. Um, so be sure to comment and let us know how wrong you think we are. Right. We will respond. Thanks uh, for listening. And, uh, we'll see you next week. And now we'll leave you with your alternative facts of As the week. For Trump, he took to Twitter posting a picture of, Senator Chuck Schumer and Vladimir Putin sharing donuts and a laugh. Trump tweeting, we should start an immediate investigation into Senator Schumer and his ties to Russia and Putin, a total hypocrite. President Donald Trump took to Twitter today accusing former President Barack Obama of wiretapping phone calls made by Trump during the campaign. But as CBS 2's Brooke Silabraga reports, President Trump cited no evidence or sources. 